Hey, Neo. 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 Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And how do I even begin? Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston said hello to each other? Brad Pitt and Jen Aniston had another encounter on award show, and this time the famous exes not only came face to face, but had a warm, loving embrace in front of all the cameras. All right, guys, this is the feel-good story of what to watch. Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston stole the show at the Screen Actors Guild Awards. It started with Pitt's acceptance speech after he won an award for his role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Watch this. Let's be honest, it was a difficult part. A guy who gets high, takes his shirt off, and doesn't get on with his wife. (laughs) So after that, the camera quickly panned (laughs) to his ex-wife, Jennifer Aniston, who smiled and clapped. She also won an award for her role in The Morning Show. Oh, they're talking. Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston reunite for us all at the 2020 SAG Awards, and we're screaming for every freaking moment. The glitz, the glamour, the reunion. I'm Christina Garibaldi, and this is Us Daily. What do you make of all the ridiculousness about you and uh, Brad reuniting on all these carpets all season long? It's hysterical, but what else are they going to talk about? Did you gasp when you saw the photo, though? Like, were you moved? I knew it was coming. I was not moved. I thought it was really funny. Come on. I thought it was funny that they were, like, that it had been so long that every photo agency has been trying to get a photo of the two of them in the same room. Right. And they haven't, and now they finally have it, and it's really, it's actually good. Like, it's... It's really good. I like that it's not just them in the same room. You know, they're actually talking to each other. It's well lit. They're both looked, they both look fantastic. There's Mm -hmm. kind of this weird energy in that they both won an award. I think, and I'm, I'm like pretty confident about this. I don't have any sources on it, but... I feel like they kind of made this agreement or said to each other via their people or maybe even via text message like, if we both win awards, we'll take a photo together. We have to do this. Yeah. If we meet backstage with our like awards, whether they be Emmys, whether they be Oscars, whether they be, you know, she's not obviously nominated for an Oscar. But if during this award season when we're both like kind of nominated together in the same realm, if we both overlap and win then the people get what they want, which is like a photo of us having this moment. Yeah, if only because there's really, there's no way around it. Like if you're, if the winners have to interact with each other backstage in some way, like they're in the same line to get their thing engraved. They're like, whatever. But they, they definitely could have been like, let's actually milk this. I'm sure that there just was some sort of like discussed or spoken conversation. They definitely talk. They're not like, this isn't, you know... That's not the first time they've seen each other in 10 years. They talk. He attended one of her parties. They definitely have, you know, assistants who talk to each other. They definitely have been in contact over the past whatever years. But as predicted, the media went crazy. I would, I mean, I gasped. I was like, oh. E on Instagram. A metaphor if we've ever seen one before. Hashtag SAG Awards. What's the metaphor? I'm not sure I know. Well, the what photo. Is, do they know is, what a metaphor is? The photo is they don't. The photo is of she's walking away and her hand is outstretched and he has her hand in his kind of like chest against area. his chest. It's very. I mean, I would love to see the video of this moment, like what mm-hmm. exactly is going on here. But 
that capture of like him being like never let go or whatever is a metaphor if I've ever seen one. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure I know what they think it's a metaphor for. It's just too literal. It's like, oh, Jen has to go away and Brad's holding on to her. And he's like, no, don't. Like, what's <laughs> that's the what's metaphor. not text there? Yeah. No, that's the metaphor. <laughs> it's metaphorical. It's a metaphor. Big winners. For... See, the Who's won big. And the, I mean, I guess the Them's did too. In the SAGs, they, they give the awards to Who's and Them's. It's fine. I mean, I just am more excited about the breathless coverage of this. Like, I was just looking through every tabloid you know we have you know every single photo of brad pitt and jennifer aniston's adorable backstage reunion at the sag awards Mm -hmm. jennifer aniston and brad pitt reunite backstage after sag award wins see every pick brad pitt and jennifer aniston fancy meeting you here public (laughs) reunion finally happens that's tmz jennifer aniston and brad pitt's hug at the 2020 sag awards is the only thing that matters and then my favorite pop sugar Jennifer and Brad's backstage PDA means something. I just don't know what. And then Us Weekly's front page. I have two more things. Us Weekly's front page was riddled with Brad and Jen. And then finally, the Daily Mail, who had the most like devious take, which you know, like they're out here being like, hmm, Maleficent. They're like... (laughs) Take that, Angelina Jolie. Brad Pitt comes out swinging in most candid comments yet about unhappy marriage and new bachelor life, dot, 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 then rubs salt in wounds by flirting with love rival Jennifer Aniston. Love, love rival. God, how do they... Rival. They just turn... F- you thought for, you know, was bad. To, to have originated in the place where the English language originated, like... <laughs> They're so weird about it. That's the King's English. (laughs) I can't even say it. That's the King's English. Love What did he say that qualifies as a candid comment about unhappy marriage? I remember the thing about Tinder, but what did he say? Like, I hated being married to Angelina. Like, what, what did he say? Let's be honest. It was a difficult part. A guy who gets high, takes his shirt off, and doesn't get on with his wife. It's a big stretch. Big. Wait, that's a little like too close to home. Yeah, that's dark. I, mean, I guess, I guess the uh, the Daily Mail headline for once in the Daily Mail's life is justified. It is. I mean, okay. well, I immediately thought like, what was the one thing that? What was the main thing that Brad and Jen had in common? And it was like smoking weed. I think mm-hmm. she still smokes weed, but he's famously sober now he said you know bradley cooper helped him get sober or whatever i don't i'm assuming that includes weed i don't think he does i don't think he does because remember the whole thing on the plane that we don't really know what happened but it had to do with him being high oh the thing with maddox yeah yeah and everybody was just like oh 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 oh." they got in a fight because brad was like smoking too much weed or the point is i think he stopped and i think she still does she's down ass yeah She's down ass. Um, <laughs> I think he, yeah, he's life came fast at him, and he's like, "What happened to my chill life with my weed smoking ex wife?" They can still get back together. I mean, that's exactly what I mean. If if they exploded at those photos, they would just completely disintegrate. They would just cease to exist if Brad and Jen actually got back together. Like photos of them holding hands, walking to little doms, we'd lose our minds. I know. I don't think they're gonna get back together. What we're gonna get is the Friends reboot that has always been said will never happen is now going to happen. Guest Brad's gonna have a subplot. You know, like that's what's gonna happen on HBO Max in 2021. 
I will lose my mind. It will be a, a limited series event on HBO Max. Right. Starring sure. all of the friends. And plus each friend Brad. will get paid $10 million per episode. So the, the whole season will cost $100 million. And HBO Max will say, like, that's what a steal. What a steal. And, and sharing the night with so many other actors, Brad included. He was back here watching you. And what, what, do you, what do you think? It's just, we were, all, so we were all grown up together. We really have. And it just, it just feels like a really fun night to celebrate and, um, you know, cheer each other on. Moving on, Paris Hilton has, because of that video, she's back in the headlines. Um, all these spoons are brutal. And... I saw this, I saw this on Deadline and it was her saying, I was playing a character on The Simple Life and because she said this to, I believe, Deadline, everyone aggregated it and it's like, Paris Hilton reveals she was playing a character on The Simple Life and I was like, hold on, wait a second, she's been saying that literally every year since The Simple Life ended and I did a very quick little bout with, uh, a very quick little bit of research and it's very easy to find. She's been saying this since 2006, almost I mean, it's annually. her talking point. Every year there's Why a Why new... are we acting like this is a surprising thing? Well, Everyone covers this every single just, time. I just, that's the only thing that they have. And when they interview her, people say, oh, you know, what's it like that people think you're dumb or whatever? Don't you know? And she's like, well, my real voice is here. My real voice. I speak <laughs> lower. And everyone's like, whoa, she's smart or something. We thought she was dumb. The problem is, is that, first of all, Paris Hilton is a them with who tendencies. So mm-hmm. I don't even know if we should be getting into this again. More I mean, we opened the can of worms so. by talking about it for 20 minutes on Thursday's episode. I know, but, but I thought there, but like that video made me interested in her in a way that I hadn't been in 20 years. And this, this, like this shit, this coverage of her, which has been happening, is not interesting. Like, this is what we've gotten from the past 10 years. Is Paris Hilton dumb? Paris Hilton, I'm not stupid. We obviously don't want to think that people are stupid, you know? Mm -hmm. We love a narrative that's like, actually, she's smart. We love, like, a twist on the... We love when the real one doesn't match the persona, yeah. Right, and we love to be... We love revisionist, uh, woke kind of thinking, which is like, Paris Hilton on The Simple Life was doing a bit, even though it was a reality show. You know, mm-hmm. I would say I don't think Paris Hilton is Rhodes Scholar smart. And I don't think that she I don't think you can live your life the way Paris Hilton has steadily for that many years and be, quote unquote, doing an act the whole time. I mean, it's right. Well, the thing is, you can't do that for so long without right. it, even if it's not real, without it bleeding into your your real personality. It does right. effectively become you. If we you have do it no, for long enough. I guess my point is we have no evidence that she's smart other than she, her saying I'm smart, actually. A lot. A lot. Right? E- literally every year. Every right. year. So there's an interview here. Show don't she's tell like, well, actually, is, what I'm say- is what I'm saying to Paris Hilton. <laughs> it reminds me of my, uh, the, the Java joke. Yes, the it Java became joke. you. It became you. The Java joke became me because I was joking about gotta have my Java so many times that I was like, wait, I do gotta have my Java after doing that for like over a year. If I'm a dumb blonde, how am I this rich? It's like there are plenty of rich, dumb people. I don't think that being rich means you can't be dumb. No. You know? If anything, I think being dumb sort of helps. They're they're more shameless. They're less risk averse. 
you know, like more willing to just like do whatever. Being dumb can help. It doesn't have to help, but I it just, can help. Right. This coverage is like boring. And now I and cannot believe that we have another cycle of it because she has a documentary coming out. That she will, of course, be like, oh, Paris Hilton's smart. actually smart. And she was, <laughs> yes. you know, slut shamed, which she the was. The documentary is called, oh, of course she was. The do- I mean, I just read this this Guardian interview with her. This profile of her from 2006 is a nightmare to read it is a capsule of like this man literally recounting scenes from her porn to her and it's it's so uncomfortable and it's i can't believe Terrible. you know the, the way the things people got away with in 2006 the way she was treated is pretty inexcusable and terrible but the documentary about her comes out in may youtube's all over celebrity documentaries these days they got justin's they got Gigi gorgeous's they did demi's they love a celebrity documentary now people then thought that that was really who i was but i feel like there's so much more to me and i have a lot more to say you know i was saying this to you i think it's because they are mimicking their own successful content which is Mm -hmm. just these if youtubers can do these like shitty documentaries and they blow up you know may as well make good ones Right. That's and I think you can get away with like anything from shitty to nice in terms of nonfiction mm-hmm. video because there's something real about it. So it can be kind of like poorly shot or like yeah. you know underthought, which but is they're getting, essentially yeah. They're getting some good like filmmakers to make them though. But in the grand scheme of things, totally. it's so much cheaper than, you know, any other sort of movie. It is and I think documentaries there's not it, there's like a new hunger for documentary now cuz like Netflix also feel like has this incredible range of like shitty to um, Oscar worthy documentary yeah. on it, but they all get lumped mm-hmm. under the same kind of categorization. So you kind of lose perspective of what's actually good or bad. And they want you to do that because they want yeah. you to watch like their truth or document nine 11 truth or documentary right after they you watch like the, the one that won the Oscar last year or whatever. But I mean, and also like similar. Barack Obama, I'm going to make documentaries for yeah, Netflix. Totally. Meghan Markle and Harry, they're probably going to make documentaries for Netflix. Yeah. Um, totally. Speaking of Paris Hilton, I saw that Stavros got married. He got married. Uh, Jessica Hart, huge Australian mob. She arrived at JFK with her boyfriend. You recognize that guy? I can't see him. Stavros Niarchos. Stavros Niarchos? The guy who helped launch this website. Yeah, Paris Hilton's OG boyfriend. Time for a GMZ classic. Classic number one. Go back in time. Elevators and bombs, sugar all the way back to 2005 when a young Er Harvey Levin was throwing his heft behind a new website and Paris Hilton was leaving a nightclub in Hollywood with her boyfriend. Stavros Niarchos was a Greek shipping magnate heir who was driving Paris's Bentley when he rear-ended a truck. But instead of waiting for the authorities, Stavros sped off and our cameraman later found them stopped by the popo. Paris starts winking at the cop. Thank you, And then they got away with it and the whole thing. Proving good things do happen to rich, beautiful people. And it was the very first story on TMZ.com. And it's all thanks to you, Stavros. He got married, I think, in the fall, but the actual wedding was on Friday. Her most, his, her most notable ex- well, actually, it's not true. She does, she has dated a lot of people that are notable. She's dated but the a one lot that, of people. Yeah, the one that was the most like at the peak of her fame and the most controversy maybe was Stavros Nachos the third. Stavros Nachos the third. 
I think the blogs just loved it. Number one, because his because of his name, because of his description, which is Greek shipping air. Oh, Everyone so called good. him Greek shipping air. It just takes me back to like, 2007, you know, like to right see back. Greek shipping air. Nachos Stavros, Stavros Niarchos the third. I'm just like, oh my God, I'm in college. Stavros um, Niarchos. Yeah, it really, it really, it's like, it's like, what you know, it's like watching a rerun of all that. You're like, oh, was yes. I ever that young, you know? But she went on to date, um, she went on to do exactly what we know about her, right? Like her life, we know all about it. He, I guess, befriended a lot of people post Paris and as he mm-hmm. came of age, like, remained obviously rich because he's, like, a billionaire. But the people who came to his wedding are crazy. Kate Hudson, Carly Claus, Gail King, Orlando Bloom, what? royalty, Princess Beatrice. These like, people have no... The photos of Gail King and Carly Claus, like, apres-ski together are, are very strange. It's like, what is this guest list? I think it's just like pay to play. <laughs> like, do yeah. the, like play. Jesus Christ. Um, Sorry, I'm looking at all these old. If you search Paris and Stavros, you get like a thousand. Oh no, they didn't headlines. It's like yes, Paris and Stavros in another accident. I guess they kept getting into car accidents. <laughs> um, he also dated Mary Kate Olsen. Oh yeah, and Lindsay Lohan. He was pursuing Lindsay Lily Allen. Oh my God! In 2009, Paris Hilton's boyfriend offers car to Kelly Osbourne. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindsay mm-hmm. Lohan and Stavros Nachos now an item. This was in 2006. Just they dated for like a while. They dated for a while. But often on, did Paris Hilton really steal Greek gazillionaire Stavros Nyarchos from Mary Kate Olsen? She said, "Everyone thinks I'm sitting around sad. I'm not. I dumped him before Paris." <laughs> Anyways, yeah, sorry. There's just, the history here is, oof. The main reason I wanted to bring this up is because he married this woman named Dasha Zukova. Yeah. And Dasha Zukova is a a businesswoman. I'm going to read from what? Vanity Fair. A New York-based businesswoman, art collector, fashion mogul, and magazine editor. uh, Born in Russia. Okay. So I was like, who is this woman? I don't know who this woman is. And I went to her Wikipedia. And the contents i've never seen contents like this one early life and education two career three political donations four personal life five references six external links the only other bullet point is 2.1 one early life and education two career 2.1 racist chair controversy God, i've never race, seen this on a wikipedia racist chair usually it's just controversy or like, like it gets controversies its own... yes and then you click on it it's like racist chair first <laughs> yes. of all what the fuck is racist chair controversy i don't even want to know what that she means. was photographed for uh an online fashion publication called 24 7 borough 24 7 not even a print fashion publication like oh, she wasted no. all this over a online only fashion publication oh no and the photo was her sitting on a black woman who is posing topless black woman posing like she's is a it chair actually a, is it a sculpture or is it a real person i couldn't i tell. can't i can't some some call it it some say it's a mannequin who's a black woman but and then some uh-huh. of them call it an uh, just a black woman so i don't know let's assume uh-huh. either way uh-huh. it is it is a mannequin of a black woman let's just say but uh-huh. i saw i saw it both ways and the angle is sort of it's hard to tell like what's going on like she looks like a mannequin and mm-hmm. she's sitting on this woman as though she is furniture and everyone got really mad about it and they cropped the chair from future like you know when it was republished and she says i utterly abhor racism and would like to apologize to those offended by my participation in this shoot um and that's the end of 2.1 racist chair controversy then she met stavros 
bad. Also, she did you say she's the co-founder of Artsy, that startup that sells art? Oh, no, art? I didn't say that. Didn't it's say kind that. of a big one. They're kind of a big deal. And then she's also the, quote, founder and editorial director of Garage Magazine, which is like a relatively buzzy fashion magazine. You know, these people who are at her who are at their wedding we we I think I I think they belong more to her than they do to him like we were talking about how how does he know all these people but I think they're Dasha's friends because her whole thing is being this like mega rich Russian fashion person socialite because she that's my thing too I get it I feel for her (laughs) That's your thing. You also are like my thing Mm -hmm. because I was my mega rich Russian fashion. I was Googling her and she has a wild history that ties directly into Putin. Like it's it's like, you know, how you're like if you're wait, literally like Putin as in Putin, not just Putin as in like like Putin on the Ritz no, as an umbrella thing as an umbrella term for like the Russian government you're literally like Vladimir yeah because you you're only a few steps away from Putin if you're a billionaire in Russia right I mean he Mm -hmm. knows he has a list I mean I assume so so Dasha Zukova's ex-husband is this guy named Roman Abramovich they have kids together he has had three any relation to Marina Abramovich you know, I don't know. I didn't get that far. But this guy is not only a billionaire, but he is the 120th richest person in the world. He is the richest person in Israel. He's the 11th richest person in Russia. They say Russian Israel because he's Russian and Israeli. He okay. is a billionaire, investor, and politician. Oh, Abramovich, not Abramovich. Yeah. Sorry, no relation to him. He owns Chelsea, the like football club. Like the most famous football club, Whoa. he owns it, and this is her ex-husband. Oh Their divorce settlement ended up being three hundred million dollars. So even if Stravos Nyachos wasn't as rich as he already is from his Greek shipping, she's got hundreds of millions yeah, of dollars. She married into the richest. He married into some a lot of money is what the point is. What's funny is that this guy is worth yeah. twelve billion dollars. Yeah. The best part is earlier you were talking about three times. we were making fun of the Wikipedia controversy section. Can I read you this guy's controversies? Yes. His controversies, she only has one. Compared to her one, his is like wild. Ready? Controversies. Yes. Five point one. Boris Berezov we're not even gonna explain what they are. Boris Berezovsky allegations. bribery. 5.3, allegations of illegal share dilution. 5.4, arrest for theft. (gasps) 5.5, allegations of loan fraud. 5.6, antitrust law violations in Russia. And 5.7, dispute with Kolomoisky. And then the most... If you're a billionaire... I know, you... uh, Your controversy section is gonna be long. That's true. To be a billionaire, you have to, like, basically break every law. (laughs) The best thing is in his one of his like fun facts, like fun fact about this billionaire is that he was, quote, the first person to originally recommend to Boris Yeltsin that Vladimir Putin should be his successor as the Russian president. He was like, so he put the bug in Boris's ear. He was like, hey, uh. Boris, Who here, put the bug in the board. Boris, my friend Vladimir would be my buddy Vlad. (laughs) So this this guy yeah. is the reason Putin is in power. Basically, so is what Dasha we're Zukova. That's why you come to Who Weekly. You want to learn about right. Russian political history. So Dasha Zukova, who's hanging out with Carly Kloss, Derek Blossberg. <laughs> you know, she's hobnobbing with like all the fucking fashion people. She's marrying Stravos Nyachos, her ex husband. Literally, <laughs> is arguably 
a, if not the reason Vladimir Putin yeah. is president of Russia and right now. And they were married be until for, he's dead. They were married for over 10 years or slightly under 10 years. So it's not like they just got married and divorced. They've been married. They were married from 2008 yeah, to Yeah, I'm seeing they're married for nine years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and her father, wow. her father is this guy named Alexander Borosovich Zukov. And he was also a millionaire slash billionaire. Um, and he's he's got money right he was dealing he dealt with oil and something like that and I guess Uh he wasn't um, it says he wasn't charged but he was arrested in Italy under suspicion of being engaged in arms smuggling from Ukraine to the United States of former Yugoslavia classic that's classic billionaire behavior (laughs) he wasn't Um, charged he wasn't charged but come on I like this thing so when when we were when you were reading out the um when you were reading out this guy's many controversies <laughs> right one of them was arrest for theft and it was sort of like put me in a Winona Ryder headspace i was like what's this billionaire doing stealing stuff what did do you he know what he stole <laughs> like a allegedly ship? what like a no it's no it's your clothes yeah. in 1982 he was arrested in a case of theft of government property <laughs> aveks comey sent a train containing 55 tankers <laughs> as in the big boy tankers <laughs> 55 train tankers of diesel fuel (laughs) worth 3.8 million rubles. He stole the train. (laughs) He stole a full train. He stole the, he stole $3.8 million worth of diesel fuel across 55 tankers. Uh, He cooperated with the investigation. The charges were dropped, but it's like, I don't, I mean, (laughs) this is, this, this has, this has a, um, a citation that I think would explain it, but as written right now, yeah. it's like, wait, what? They're like, you stole this. And he's like, no, I didn't. There was a fake agreement, whatever that means. Right. And they were like, whatever, it's fine. So, I mean, it sounds like this guy, it sounds like he has a history. Uh, I mean, I don't even like making allegations about anyone, let alone someone who seems litigious. No. But like, well, just, it seems it's like just, the sort of thing you can pay your way out of, if you know what well, I mean. Well, it's just you know? funny that this woman who is extremely cool extremely socialite in fashion running a cool fashion magazine she opened, made a mistake with the chair she once. opened a museum in moscow dedicated to cool art she is you know the other thing that it says and i have to i have to give you have to give credit to not only he's the 120th richest person in the world and he also has donated more money than any other living russian it's just interesting to like trace the money back where mm-hmm. you have this woman who is like from this world essentially i don't know and now she's and now she's two degrees from paris hilton who is who represents the most i don't know cringeworthy and embarrassing aspect of american celebrity culture well, you know like yeah. that's pretty and now funny. i'm thinking of like carly Kloss, married to a kushner hanging out with her bff at her wedding dasha zukova whose whose ex-husband got putin elected <laughs> get other friends <laughs> Why do you have, you don't have to be friends with a billionaire. Po- you know yeah. what I mean? But the point is, this is why like, this woman is friends with all these celebrities. That's why they were at like, Stavos Nyatros' wedding. Gail King shows up. Gail King gets this invite in the mail and she's like, I guess, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> why not? I get like, oh, right. him? Oh. Right. But now I it mean, makes more sense because everything. it makes more sense that these aren't his friends. Like they're, they're, they're not his friends. Yes. These aren't his friends. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at Roman Abramovich's uh, uh, Wikipedia photo, yeah. and now I'm picturing him because you know he has now he has these connections to very famous um, like socialite people, right? Or specifically Dasha, right? And I just thought about uh, Us Weekly doing a What's in My Bag with him. Yeah. 
Yeah. And him just going, nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing. There's nothing in my bag. Why There's are you nothing in my bag. My I don't have a bag. Why are you asking me I don't know who bag? told you I have a bag. I don't have a bag. <laughs> and if I did have a bag, there'd be nothing in it. And you can't prove that I've ever had a bag and that I put things in bags when I have bags. Why would they like, ask Yikes. him what was in his bag? Just if he got the treatment that his wife does and the people in his wife's circle right. get, he'd be like, yeah. find out find out the billionaire hunk who married Dasha Zukova. What's in his bag? He's like, <laughs> he would call the cops if Us Weekly showed up on his property. Change his phone number if they got his number. God, um, just, he looks like so... someone. I can't place it. It's so interesting to me that she, like, artsy, this really, this very cool New York City-based, I think, startup where you can buy art accessible, makes art accessible to people or more, is she's the the co-founder of it. And that's where the money kind of is, like, coming from. It's just, it's interesting to mm-hmm. to kind of, yeah. This, I'm sorry, Chris Hutchins, a biographer of, I'm reading from Wikipedia again, a biographer of Putin describes the relationship between the Russian president, uh, Vladimir Putin, and Abramovich as like that between, quote, a father and a favorite son. God. And now I'm seeing this is even, I knew this, but I I had to double check. Garage Magazine, this magazine that she started, was was purchased by Vice three years ago. I knew they owned it. So not only did Vice buy Garage, or they have a, they acquired a controlling stake in this Garage Magazine that she started, this woman got even richer. Money that doesn't mean anything to her because Vice paid her for this cool magazine. Interesting. So cool. interesting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, I know. I just, I'm yeah. doing air. You can't see me. I'm doing cool. I'm doing air quotes. No, cool. I know. I know. But it's just like, quotes. yeah. Anyways. Anyways. So did you know, um, last thing about Garage Magazine. Yeah. There's a museum called the Garage Museum of Contemporary Art in Russia. Yeah, no, that's in she's, Moscow. That's what it's named after, which is what she started. What's her deal with? What's her love for garage? The Garage Museum of Contemporary Art. Oh, it art. was a former garage. Right. It was a former bus garage. Apparently, okay. All of this makes sense. Cool... It's like, why would you call it a garage? Because it was. Yeah, okay. it's the cool art museum in Moscow that she started and she owns or runs or whatever. And Garage Magazine is based off that. She started that also because only rich people can start magazines these days, right? Like it only makes sense for you to have yes. a lot of money to start a magazine. Vice buys a controlling stake in Garage Magazine, which still, you know, continues to run it. Let's listen to Garage in Russian. Garage. Garage. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. Okay, we got it. So now you know. That's very interesting. Stravos Nachos continues his journey. I mean, he definitely leveled up from Paris and and from Lindsay and from Mary Kate Olsen, right? And I'm thinking that the only um, notable thing or newsworthy thing about this woman is that she was involved in a racist controversy involving a mannequin. (laughs) You missed a lot. (laughs) We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine in the mail? Because Why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Housewives of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason, too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots, huge. On the line dancing huge floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. 
They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm-hmm. break in. Yep. You know, yep. mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> No pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> what when I sleep on s- other beds, what is there I else get to say Is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It- I've made it's it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get. And that's the one I got. And that's the one that I love. And that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it. And now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix rude. so much. It's so rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different. And that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. What is next here? I we don't, I don't know if we need to talk about this, but I just saw this last night that Lainey Gossip wrote a thing about how she seems to suspect that Channing Tatum and Jesse J are going to get back together, which I just like knowing. Wait, love that, like, Lainey... Okay, we're, I'm rooting it's, for them too. It's because they're like not quite co-parenting because that kid is, Everly is not Jesse's, but it's like they have, she has hung out with the kids since or something. So I like, did say that I suspected. They spend time together in the context of the kid. I did say that I suspected that uh, Channing and his ex and um, what's her face? What's Jenna her face? Dewan have to figure are still figuring out i think there was like kind of like drama about custody stuff that Mm -hmm. got a lot and i think once they figure that out i think it was i i kind of see this yeah i mean laney's point is that like they they met and had a relationship in the middle of this custody battle so everly probably got pretty close to jesse so you can't just cut her out of her life which makes 
a ton of sense. So also, it's kids like kids love Jesse J. You know that. <laughs> right? Same flashlight again. And yeah, Jesse J is happy to oblige. She's a clown. They love her. Jesse's like, You want me to sing you a song of mine to you <laughs> again? Yes. I know, literally. It's like it's like the Chinese reality show all over again. <laughs> no, I think I, I buy her this. favorite this fans. Is, this is Chinese like, audiences and six children. year old girls. <laughs> It, this is the least surprising uh, thing to me. If they fully got back together, to together, I'd be like, okay, sure. I would love for them to get back together. A source tells ET there was nothing dramatic that went down and added that the former couple remain good friends. Amber Heard has a new girlfriend and she is very important. Her name is Bianca Booty. <laughs> Amber Heard is probably our number one best, aside from <laughs> Bella Thorne. She's our most chaotic bisexual. Aside She's from a chaotic Thorne, bisexual. Yeah. Aside from Bella Thorne, Amber Heard is our best famous chaotic bisexual that we have. Yes, because her... She's chaotic because I think I think you just mean she's the most unpredictable person. Is it going to be a she's man? Is so... it going to be a woman? Is it going to be a queer person? Is it going to be a famous person? Is it going to be a non-famous person? She is the most unpredictable bisexual. She just in Hollywood. feels like a person who is so. I more mean like she seems like everyone is attracted to her. She, she falls seems hard. like a person who walks into a room and everyone's like, oh, we you know like Amber Heard and then just like is a magnet she seems like a magnet to me and so i would say i bet she's pretty i bet people i bet a lot of people really really do not like this woman but to the people but to the people that do it's like catnip her energy is just very chaos to me in a way that feels like people love it you know and regarding the actual people she dates I, what I guess what I was trying to say was that I would be as surprised by Amber Heard showing up tomorrow, suddenly, after this Bianca Booty, like, oh, I broke up the marriage of Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger, and now I'm dating Chris Pratt, as I would if she revealed that she was just dating a, a woman she met on the plane named, like, Betsy. You know, like, right. nothing she could possibly do with regards to a relationship would surprise me. Like, I feel like she falls in love with everyone she meets. That's that's more what I meant. It's not like a slutty thing. It's just no, more like no, no. it's a it's like the rule of attraction. It's like she has it. You know, she's just <laughs> yeah, like no, she's the secret. She's a magnet. She's she read just, the secret and it worked for her better than right. it's ever worked for anyone. She's a magnet. I'm looking for this headline that one of the early headlines of this woman and Amber Heard because it Bianca so, Booty only a week ago she was seen kissing this woman mm-hmm. and the Daily Bianca Mail Booty. was like she's kissing a woman who is it and then they <laughs> revealed that it was this woman and it said Amber Heard's new lover is revealed this is seven days ago actress is pictured kissing female cinematographer Bianca Booty 38 who is battling breast cancer as they leave Palm Springs Hotel after disastrous marriage to Johnny Depp and off and on romance with Elon Musk so in case that makes no sense. Bianca Booty <laughs> is the one who has breast cancer. She had guess, breast cancer, it was in remission, and then it came back, and now she's fighting it again. Right. And, but, and Amber Heard is the one who had a disastrous marriage to Johnny Depp and an off-and-on romance with Elon Musk. But they are off, obviously. They're off. Yeah. That implies they're still kind of maybe on, but they're off. 
Then the story, and she's wearing a boot. She's got her boot. She's wearing a boot. She's wearing a booty. Booty and the booty. And the headlines about this, Amber Heard, I mean, this is Matt's to Paris, so he knows what he's doing here. Amber Heard is destigmatizing de- the soft medical boot in courageous new Instagram pictures. She's kissing the booty and she's wearing the booty. Yes. Booty and boot. And now you have this, they went to the and the Women's Day march together. Of course they did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, she's still wearing the boot? The booty? Yeah, she has been wearing the booty for like a month at this point. So she was been she's been dating the booty and wearing the booty for about a month. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Wow, incredible. She posted so many photos of herself posing with the boot, and it's actually very, very funny. Um, she knew the boot was funny. She knew it was funny, and she posted good photos of the boot. They're pretty funny. I can't figure out what happened to her foot. She never explained it, but um, she's still wearing it. She's walking around with it. She's posing with it. She's getting near the water, not in it, with it. Well, you're um, not Bianca to. Booty. She's reading The Fire is Upon Us on the beach with the boot. She knows the boot is people are like, oh, that boot. And she's like making it a thing. She's making yes. it a shtick. But um, yeah, she's a cinematographer. I didn't recognize any of the movies that she's worked on, but she works in a lot of indie movies. Uh, what did they, and they how did like they meet? Were they, were they working on something together, I bet? No, there's some. none of their credits are, uh, are combined or joined. Uh-huh. But, you know. Interesting. I don't know. They're, it's like you said, the law of attraction. They just willed themselves to meet each other. I just think Amber Heard, I just think she has wild energy. That's my that's my take. I'm just using the house. ¿Cómo te trata Miami? Muy bien. Bueno, no he salido. Nunca, nunca he salido del hotel. Yo he ido aquí todo el día. ¿Pero has estado en Miami antes? Sí, sí, muchas veces. Me encanta Miami. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Okay, what is Rita up to this week? A lot. She posed up a storm in a neon green swimsuit as she taps into full relaxation mode in a hot tub for another floor. So that's that snap. She tapped into full relaxation mode, which she needs. She suffered a wardrobe malfunction. Oh, her dress like blew up when she was in Miami. Blew so up. I mean, we talked about one of these photos last week with her like holding the foot up. But these photos are from the same shoot, but they got all the coverage this past week. But this and was it's part like, of the look, shoot. It wasn't by these accident. Photos, but these photos were like, not the ones that got the coverage last week. This, this week, week these got, got the, the photos. Yeah, but this is literally a photo shoot. They can't call it a wardrobe mal- malfunction if it's a if it's a fucking photo shoot. Mm-hmm. That's not. That's ridiculous. It's like she's on the beach. Her dress is sort of billowing up, and they're like, "It's like Marilyn Monroe." And it's like it's actually nothing like Marilyn Monroe. But okay. I mean, she's literally showing off a pair of shoes that she's promoting. Another genius move by Rita Ora who's just literally promoting a shoe line by by existing outside by taking photos outside Rita Ora gets pictures taken of these shoes Uh, I love this typo it says the first ensemble fell sway to the Florida breeze as it fluttered upwards showing off Rita's leggy pins pins (laughs) (laughs) wait I'm sorry Rita's leggy pins pins Rita's leggy pins pins also, the first ensemble fell sway to the Florida breeze. That's kind of beautiful. As even it without, upwards. even without the redundancy here, the accidental typo. I mean, the typo. 
Rita's leggy pins is also a strange phrase. God, of course, you, the pins you, are leggy. It's so fully confirmed why, like, more brands should do stuff with Rita Ora. I mean, she should have a f- schedule full of just brands. Look at her. She just, she can get so much press. This is even before the photos are even fully out. These are photos of not even photos. They're just. <laughs> they're the photos, photos of the. There's the photo. Fo- they're the photos of the photo shoot. Like. Rita teetered around this. on platform in chunky high heels. They even described the shoes in a sparkling blue design. Oh, my God. Her blonde locks fluttered in the wind as she sported a healthy tan. Well, my favorite photos is because she shot these on the beach when she had to move from one part of the beach to another part of the beach. She couldn't get her shoes sandy and dirty. So there was a man whose job it was to literally just to like put her, her on her back and give her a piggyback to another Perfect. part of the set. I it's love really that. funny. Hitching a ride. The crew member couriered her from the platform across the stand. She's wearing these little shoes on these platforms on the beach. Yeah, she can't beach get them dirty. Look, gosh, the beach does not look nice. Where are no, they? it looks Where like the a gross beach. It looks yeah, like a gross beach. It's weird. It's very weird. It's like it's dirt. like a it's like a it's shitty like... public beach in Miami. She's in Miami, but it's like not a good. It's not a beautiful Miami but beach. It's like, like an a ugly caution beach. cone behind her. <laughs> like where is she? This photo that I linked here, the Instagram. This is the last thing. This reminds me of that. What was her iconic glitch? from like last year that we talked about in the live show i don't know it ended up making sense but it the caption made no sense i don't know this one doesn't make sense so it's it's a three photo carousel and the caption is had to do this little get up after three days of shooting them them no colon just them rita smile me colon a photo of her not smiling a photo of her fake smiling a photo of her not smiling. So oh, I don't. Like them, they're saying. They Rita say smile. this is a meme. Is she trying to do a meme? A meme she's, try, she's trying to do a meme, but she's failing spectacularly. So I don't. Them. It's like, Rita smile. Me. Not. So the, so the first one would almost sort of make sense because she's not smiling and she's like, I'm over this or something. Like after three days of shooting, I don't yeah. want to smile. But then the next photo, she's actually smiling. So I don't really get what the joke is. But Elena Ora commented, confetti, confetti, confetti. So she Wait, must get it. What if this is a message to us? Them, Them read a smile. Read a smile. Me, the who. She's the who. Me. Like, fuck you. Like, side eye. First of all, this is not a message to us. It is. Them. This is not a message to us. Them, read a smile. Me. Side eye. It's a message. Coded. I don't think so. It is. I don't think so. It's a coded message to us. Rita, if this is a coded message to us, leave a more explicit coded message in an (laughs) upcoming Instagram. She can't. Use the word who in an upcoming caption, Rita. Use the word who. I don't care where you put the word who in your caption. But if you use the word who in a caption in the next seven days, I will take it to mean you're paying attention to us and you're sending us a secret message. Everyone look out for the word who. She was she was wearing the Beyonce clothes, the um, Beyonce's Ivy Park Adidas thing that was mm-hmm. that that only the coolest people got, and Rita got it. Well, what I thought was weird about that was that she didn't tag them anywhere. I mean, I guess you just know, like if you know, you know. But like well, she, she didn't she tag was it Ivy in Park pop photos, right? But in her Instagram, she's wearing, I believe, that jumpsuit is part part of the Ivy uh, Ivy Park Adidas collection, and she doesn't tag anyone in it. Right. You're right. Is that part of it? Oh, no, it is part of it. That like that's the one poncho-y yeah. white thing mm-hmm. is part of it. But she doesn't tag. She doesn't tag. Beyonce. But uh, 
uh, Tina Lawson noticed it and then grammed it on Tina Lawson's Instagram. So Tina, weird. So there is like, maybe she just wanted to like keep it on the, like it's like natural, like it's not spawn. Where maybe is the one of... Don't tag it, you're already doing too much spawn. Because she posted the photo of, she regrammed Beyonce wearing it and talking about it on her Instagram stories and said, at We Are Ivy Park. And then... Elena commented, we love it, congratulations, and Rita commented, the best collection ever. But Rita didn't actually tag it on the grid. The Ivy Park collection is a them. Um, did you see that Glenn Close took a picture with Bobby Cannavale and wrote, Bobby! A I did. wonderful surprise at the surprise at the Golden Globes. But it was I already like screen the grabbed it. Did she think yeah. it was the Golden Globe? She meant I the SAGs, right? She meant the SAGs. Bobby! Because that's the outfit she was wearing at the SAGs. <laughs> I love the wife. She's so wacky. Okay. Okay, we're done with this episode. Thank you for listening to Who Weekly. Uh, call in at 619-WHO-THEM for, with questions, comments, and concerns. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly for bi-weekly episodes and a weekly newsletter. And we will see you on Friday with another episode of Who's There. Goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye. You will say that. Oh, there it is. You just have to hold it. Really? <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm I'm back. Um, going to the SAG Awards. Very, very honored to be giving the um, the award for Best Actor tonight. And just had uh, you know the usual craziness with my wonderful hair and makeup people and uh, this beautiful Oscar to Laurenta dress. I'm very happy to have also these lovely Cartier jewels. I feel like, I always feel like uh, Cinderella. <laughs> Come here, uh, do something fun, see a lot of friends, and then go back to my blue jeans. Anyway, sending love, and I'm excited about tonight.